Welcome, welcome back to yet another episode of Strangers Rolling Dice. I am Ben Viner, your host and dungeon master. Episode 7 turned out to be special in a few ways. Um, one of which was that we were trying some new equipment during that episode, and I got a little excited when I was on my microphone, and so I apologize for some of the plosives. Yet, I really do feel like this episode is a kind of turning point in the story. So, without further ado, let's get back to the story. Previously on Strangers Rolling Dice, after a meeting with the council in Schloss Glesher and receiving their pay, the party was faced with a difficult task. Having recovered no survivors from the wrecks at the lighthouse and finding only the bodies of militia sent before them, Karzalek was charged to lead an investigation and a manhunt for the pirates responsible. Following a much-needed rest and shopping trip, the group set out, electing to pursue their quarry by sea. They were offered a light ship and were able to enlist the aid of an old sailor, a quartermaster by trade, who was between jobs. Jonathan Frum, at the helm of the keelboat, the newly christened Molly Fudd, embarked with his crew into the wide and deep waters of the Balgol Fjord. Crow, Bart, Trees, and Cars rode out past the lighthouse into the doldrums and incoming fog. They pushed through the mists and the hazards for the better part of two days before encountering the ship they sought. The ship they had come to understand was named the Rust Tide Rider. Its lanterns gleam on the horizon as they follow it in, down the black night coast to the briny backwater of Rinkoping. We rejoined them as they make landfall and endeavor to enter the town unseen, hoping to learn more of their foes. Atop a craggy rise in the tall grass and wind-blown cypress trees on the outskirts of town, they creak open a wrought iron gate on the cemetery fence line. What do you do? Well, I think we're trying to get through the cemetery, and obviously it's quite spooky. So uh, we're going to be careful and quiet as much as cars can manage, and just kind of, you know, sneak from uh, gravestone to gravestone, keeping my eyes peeled for anything interesting or valuable. All right. That's a great place to start. Um, at that, Crow and Karzalek, with your dark vision, give me a perception check. Okay. Thirteen and six. You are able to scan the graves ahead 
and see ground fog and mist wafting between them. The stone wall curves and there's a ruined portion partially overgrown by the tall grass. Um, the graves here are, are large and small, varied quality. And uh, up ahead is a uh, the side of a what looks to be a mausoleum. Um, and the path winds around it to the, uh, I believe, to the west into the town. Hmm. If we're gonna, if we're going to be walking right by, I might as well just take a quick peek. Okay. Go ahead and move your token to where you'd like to be. Okay. I'll probably try to. I'll try to skirt the perimeter as much as possible, so I can always creep behind gravestones. Okay. Okay. Oh, and yeah. Um. Unless, uh, unless I say otherwise, I'll just say now that um, Cars is going to do his best to stay probably 10 to 20 feet behind Crow, just more or less, yeah, shadowing. Sure. So you are able to see a couple of names on the graves and they're, you know, old-timey sort of, uh, say, like, English-sounding and uh, a little bit less German than the Schloss Glesher. Um townsfolk that you're you're more used to um it's uh it's a pretty disheveled graveyard if we're being honest here there's some uh larger graves up ahead that look like uh, above ground uh stone coffins that, that are cracked um and you can see even a small tree is growing out of one of them uh, just a little sapling. There's a boat that looks like it was left here as part of some sort of ceremonial marker eons ago, uh, and it's made of wood and returning to the earth. Um, and you can see on the front side of this crypt a, uh, a statue that once had stood there, um, including some sort of blade that this person was holding and uh, a orb as well, that rests on the ground, both, both the stone blade and the stone orb, um, and the facade has been scratched out, like there is no face. Um, I need uh, another perception check from all three of you, Crow, Bart, and Karzalek, now that you've entered the cemetery. Uh, was the crumbled oh, yeah. statue on the front of the mausoleum here? Yes, that's okay. correct. That's a nice perception check, Garzalek. <laughs> I think the thrill of the invisibility is worn off, and he's <laughs> snapping back to reality. <laughs> right, leg with a 20. Um, okay, Karzalek, 20. Crow, 5. And Bart, 10. Um, Karzalek, you, you're hanging behind and walking with your invisibility granted to you for the next hour, and I, I'm guessing you've never been invisible. I think we actually said that last time. You've never been invisible before. Um, and you are sort of marveling at this sense of freedom, but also, I believe, nervous at the sort of sense of danger. Uh, that what you're doing right now, sneaking into this town, trying to avoid the streetlights. Um, 
you hear something, Karzalek, as you're very cognizant of how much sound you're making right now. And you hear clink, clink, clink of your armor and, and quiet it. And then you hear just beyond Crow and Bart some whispering. You, you hear a snippet of it. It's not here. Just, just keep looking. What? Uh, I, I can't find anything over here either. I mean, it, it, do you have anything there? Don't, 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 don't mess it up. It's try to make it look like it was before. So knowing he's invisible and yet not, you know, totally recognizing that, uh, cars will immediately drop into a crouch as if that somehow helps reduce his visibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, just projecting his voice just enough to, you know, um, uh, crow and bart ahead. <clears throat> hey, do, 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 do you hear that up ahead? Someone's you someone's hear uh, cars are like sort of like, hey, hey, do you hear that? You know, whisper up up to you, and um, you guys are close enough that you know you can stay pretty quiet here. <laughs> I'll look back <laughs> in the direction of cars and just shake my head and shrug. Like what? I'm gonna flit. I'll flit over to cars' shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't speak crow, but but go, if if crow doesn't hear me, fly up there and, and tell her that, that there's there's someone up there, and I I don't think they're up to any good. And uh, do you like uh, point Carl's, the direction? Yep, he points off in the direction he, he believes he heard the voices. Which is um, to be clear, you heard them coming from your on this map uh, uh, to to the bottom of you, uh, which is uh, directionally speaking to the west. Down that direction, okay. Down that direction, which is the west. South right. would be to the right on this map. Bart is going to fly back over to uh, Crow, land on Crow's shoulder, and tap her on the face with his claws and point <laughs> with one foot down that direction. Stop, 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 stop. Uh, Crow will nod, uh, knowing what he what he means. <laughs> and... Uh, She'll try to scoot this direction to get a better view without okay. being seen, hopefully. Just yeah. use the cover. Bart is going to flit forward. Okay. As you move along, um, you start to get a better picture um, of this, this cemetery. You sort of crest on a little hill and some more is reviewed, uh, revealed to you. Um, you see one old-looking tree with no leaves on it and a sort of circular wrought iron gate, much like the perimeter, uh, sorry, a circular wrought iron fence, much like the perimeter, um, inside the cemetery, um, near the boat and near the crypt. Um, Bart, give me uh, one more perception check here. I make perception checks. It's one higher than last time, 11. With an 11 and, and with your uh, sort of point of view here, you see a figure wearing a cloak um, sort of standing at an altar inside the ring of wrought iron fencing near the tree. Okay. Can I see any details at all? Or is it just too dark for that? You just, you, it's very dark and you get a flash of that image of someone sort of at this altar 
and a little more in, in the moment that you are able to see that. Um, they, they even look at you for just a moment and see a bird, but look back down. Uh, you just see a glint in their eye ever so slightly. All right, I'm going to fly back up to Crow. Ah, ah, I'm going to land on your shoulder again and point in this new direction and raise uh, one claw on my on one foot in front of your eyeball, almost like I'm flipping you the bird. That's very rude, Bart, but ah! I think I get your meaning. Um, I'll start heading that direction. Okay. Now go ahead and make me a stealth check. Okay. I get off of Crow's shoulder, like fly somewhere. I want to be in the tree. Could be in the tree. You can be in the tree. I am a bird. I like to go ahead and take out my bow too, if possible. Okay. But uh, here's my stealth. Ooh, no, not great. Thirteen on the stealth. Okay. You uh, you're able to creep up to. Um, around the corner of the mausoleum um, in the, the dark of the night here. And as you reach it, you hear now very clearly scratching sounds kind of coming from the side of the mausoleum. And there is a another figure and you sort of poke out for one second and peek and then immediately pull yourself back to be uh, flush against the wall. Um, and you can tell that she has some broken tools and she is... Uh, removing earth and stone from the side of this crypt that has overgrown over the countless decades it must have been here. Uh, and she's cursing in a whispered tone under her breath. And she says back to her comrade, so it seems, down by the altar, it's not here. Blast it. I don't want to go back to the damned manor. Could Cards, um, I'm not sure if it requires a stealth check, could he make his way to the opposite corner that is over, uh, opposite corner of Crow? Uh, to I mean, the you definitely can attempt to make it over there, and we're going to have our first interaction with uh, invisibility here. Um, I, I, I'm not going to make you make a stealth check to make sure that you're not making noise in your armor, because I think you can just move slowly enough and do that. Um, in this case, at least. Um, Got it. So you are able to slowly pad your way over there, seeing Crow move up, seeing Bart, who has shapeshifted into a crow, fly to the tree. And right. you see, uh, on the side that you're on, you see the broken tools and a wheelbarrow um, that looks just as new as those broken tools. Um, like they brought it here. Got it. Got yourself a pair uh, of grave robbers, it looks like. So Crow is, they haven't found what's valuable yet, so I'd like to wait to see if they find it. Mm. So she kind of holds back. All right. You sort of wait with bated breath. 
And um, in the dark, you see the hooded figure from inside the altar uh, bend down and scrape around in the altar. And you hear him curse uh, in a whispered tone as well. And he starts to make his way uh, back up towards the crypt and he sort of clambers over the ruined part of the wall which you see is low enough to just do in one vault but he's not very uh dexterous we'll say yeah part of his his cloak gets caught for a second uh but he frees himself from the wrought iron and goes to join his comrade um and He freezes as he turns to try to speak to her, and you see him lock eyes with you. What do um, you do? I, I immediately shoot an arrow right at him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Make you me an attack roll. Okay. Uh, no, absolutely. Make an attack <laughs> roll. Uh, you, uh, I believe, let's see here. Um, 19 with a 19 you uh you loose an arrow and you strike this unsuspecting uh you strike you strike this unsuspecting figure in the abdomen with an arrow and he yells ah! and do some damage Okay. Um, I believe it is 1d6. Okay. Same as the short sword. So I'll use that. Roll again. Okay. And also also adding um, uh, this as well. So okay. 13 total damage to this uh, guy who yeah. startled me. <laughs> he slumps over and you see the life drain from his eyes. Okay. <laughs> well, grave robbing is a crime, you know. <laughs> uh, trees, you definitely heard a shout of pain from only 200 feet away from you in the graveyard. Um, and again, uh, I need you all as this woman looks to her comrade and shouts, Joby, no! <laughs> Roll me initiative. Just gonna kill people in this town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good boy. start. There you go. We do just be them murder hobos, though. At the moment, a little oh. murder hoboey. Not gonna lie. But you know what? If I was sneaking around in a graveyard and met a grave robber and had weapons and they had weapons and you know it was a dark and stormy night. I might find myself in this situation as well. So, Grave robbing is bad, kids. Yeah, that's the lesson I wanted to say. With, with uh, strangers rolling dice, does not endorse <laughs> grave robbing. This is a PSA <laughs> announcement. <laughs> okay, you might be shot in the abdomen. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get these initiative rolls in here. They go last. Oh, this is going to go well for them. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, first up, Crow, you get to go <laughs> again. <laughs> is this going to be a double murder? 
I'll just kind of uh, whisper to my comrades around and say, there can't be any witnesses. And I'll uh, step, <laughs> I'll step out. Uh, let's see. I'll kind of put some distance between us. Okay. And then I will fire an arrow at her. So uh, Crow runs down the path towards this boat and then uh, knocks an arrow and make me an attack roll. You got it. Okay. I believe that... That is a hit. Deal some damage. Alrighty. Um, would this be a sneak attack as well? Sneak attack. I don't think it's a sneak attack anymore. I think you got a sneak attack. I and... think it's because they're surprised, right? So. Right, but. So no longer surprise because not a surprise round. Yeah, you, exactly. This isn't a surprise so. round. There's no um, flat-footed in five E, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Th yeah. Thank you. So with a 14 on the bow attack, it's a hit and seven damage. And you uh, graze her arm and you can see uh, a piece of cloth kind of comes with the arrow as it lodges in a statue behind her of a cross-legged figure. Next, we have Bart Fudd. I mean, I'm gonna hold. Okay, so you're gonna hold your your action. Uh, yeah. Which means you can jump back in in the order um, after a turn as you please until we reach your turn in the order again. Yep. Okay. Bart delays. I'm a bird. There's a little circle above this tree. Are you perched on it? Oh. Yeah. All right. That's a fair enough answer. You're uh, you're around the tree. <laughs> uh. Karzalek, invisible, around the corner, behind a uh, wheelbarrow, which I'm going to say is, as you traverse its area, difficult terrain. Okay. Um, that actually kind of plays into uh, what I was thinking of doing. Um, well, you know, uh, adrenaline is high. It's time to shock and awe. I don't think, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh, cars can't reach the person by now, but at the very least, maybe it could provide a distraction. He is going to charge the wheelbarrow and attempt to just like shoulder tackle the crap sure. out of it, knock it over, send it flying while just bellowing in his deepest, roughest dwarven voice. Who dare disturb my resting place? And sending tools and hopefully splinters flying to at the best completely distract and throw oh, this grave my. robber off guard. Um, I will give you uh, a choice of intimidate or uh, deception or uh, performance. Definitely, uh, he's going for straight rage, pure anger, so intimidate. Okay. All Let's right. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Ouch. You tried. A four and uh, a two. A four, <laughs> yeah. His voice cracks. Who dares <laughs> this? Stop <laughs> 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 my grave. <laughs> And, you uh, like snub okay. your toe. Ow. <laughs> and then I want to also make you make another check here. Make me an athletics check to uh, push this out of the way. All right. One athletics check coming right up. There you are. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Are... I had a feeling that might happen. Um, 
A natural Sweet. one for the natural one on the <laughs> athletics check to run and pushes. No, it's not an attack. So, oh, okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think it's you. I think the reason your voice kind of cracks as you try to be this intimidating ghost is that you push this wheelbarrow and it's just much heavier than you thought it was going to be. And you sort of like run into it a little bit as you're running by and uh, who did to spare my resting place. (laughs) Uh, And uh, you can move through it with the remainder of your movement, but it's going to be sort of like picking yourself back up. Yeah. Okay. I live for moments like this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On uh, as far as the invisibility count goes, um, I don't think that that breaks it. That wasn't an attack. Um, so yeah, I think you're still invisible. Um, <laughs> all right, that was lovely. Moving on. Trees uh, out in the the brush. Uh, yeah. You hear? I think if you just let's go back over what you have seen and heard in the last five minutes. Oh, okay. Your party and you agree yeah. that. You should remain here as the I mean, last I, time you tried to sneak somewhere, there was disastrous. You made so disastrous. much noise last time. Yeah, you made so much noise. Yeah. You, you were just walking in a swamp and you made a bunch of crunching noises and then suddenly a couple of blood hawks attacked you guys. Yeah, we didn't come here to make a scene. No, you didn't. No. So you waited outside <laughs> responsibly and now your uh, your party has gone into this graveyard and you heard, and then you heard, uh, Joby, no! <laughs> and then, uh, that, and now you heard like a, a loud bellowing of "Who dares disturb my resting place?" Oh boy! Um, <laughs> um, I think trees immediately, uh, like 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 a cat would, like because I'm just like been kneeling down, plucking my loot, trying to tune, get in tune with the bugs in the ground, and then all of a sudden I hear the scream in the night. I think I immediately like the sound happens and I just like spring like a cat like that like gets surprised by a cucumber or something and um so I'll use use my feline's agility to uh double my movement speed for this turn so I'll use 60 feet of movement to run towards the uh towards the where I heard the this ruckus happening Sure, that'd be just to your uh, di- diagonally on our game board here, which would be, um, I believe, to the southwest. Oh, I'm over. There. Oh, okay, I'm way over there. You're gotcha. way, yeah. You're seeing now. Yeah, yeah. You've been it. jammed way there up in the corner of the map in the grass and okay. the reeds. Gotcha. So that is about sixty feet. Um, I guess that is my movement. I'm gonna use okay. my. Yeah, go ahead. Is there anything else? Can I no, see I'll just anything? Say, you yeah you can you definitely can as you arrive here so i think what we see is you know you hear these sequence of sounds um and you 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 get up immediately spring into the air and then just start running you know put your your loot away i imagine i start you full sprint through these uh you know tall tall reeds and grass batting them out of the way as you run. And then you reach the wrought iron gate, and it's clear that you're gonna need to like actually jump over this somehow. So you gotta stop, and you see through it. You see the backsides of graves, and you see a couple of dark silhouettes in the distance. One sort of with a a ranged weapon drawn at the other, uh, who is like on the side of this crypt. Um, and you see the big tree looming over the altar. I think that's what you really get uh, an immediate sense of when you run up. 
I bet it's very spooky. It's like nighttime, like fog, just yeah. dark figures, very creepy. Very creepy. Like you, um, you really have no idea yeah. what exactly is happening in there right now. Okay, so I will run up to the fence um, and uh, I will use the message cantrip um, okay. and I will target uh, Crow. And let's see, what will I say? Um, be like, uh, are we playing with some ghosts tonight or are y'all in some trouble? I'll reply, hurry up, we're under attack. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, that's, that's my movement. That's my action. Um, I think that's everything for me. I'm going to just be parked right there. Just looking at the fence, ready to climb it next turn. And that's me. Okay. So just, and just game wise here, you mm -hmm. used your dash action to move 60 feet or. I, um, I used my feline agility feline so I can agility. double my movement. Yeah. Let that, me put it in the chat. That was what I, I thought. I yeah. was like, how do we yeah. get there? I, I, so, I know you said that, but I just forgot. Thank you. No, it's cool. Yeah. It's okay. good to put the things in the chat. So yeah, I double my movement speed so I didn't have to got use it. my action. Got it. Got it. Got it. Use my action to message. Perfect. Makes so I'm sense. just like standing at the at the graveyard fence looking at these spooky figures still not knowing which one is which really but right. maybe assuming the one with the bow is crow sure we'll see no, we'll see I, I think, who knows I, I mean you're let's see how far away you are let's see you are like 80 feet 60 feet 60. away okay. that's really not that far i think if you have dark vision you can make it, out yeah who uh who's there it's 120 feet i believe right mine is 60 Yours so i can 60? just make her uh, out Okay, so just yeah, just made out, uh, made out that there's a figure there, and you can kind of recognize that one. The other one is in the shadows, and and you assume by seeing you know this bow drawn on them that like that's where they are behind the crypt. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's my turn. Wonderful. All right, now it is their turn, and she is going to immediately fall down to her knees and cradle the dead body of this man who she was out in this graveyard with. And you see her in the, the moonlight and the mist here, Crow, you see her just start weeping. And she reaches inside the neck of her garment and pulls out something. And it's also a little shiny and she just presses it to the the chest of this uh, of this dead man uh, as his blood spills into the dirt, and she cries out, "Solmar, Solmar, why? We were we were going to live forever, and she." spends her action mourning her dead lover. Now we're at the top of the order again. Crow. Mm, decisions, decisions, decisions. Um, Bart will go, by the way. Right Bart before Crow. Go. Okay. Yeah. Bart is going to fly over and land right next to the lady and turn into Bart. And that'll yeah. also end my turn there. You you catch just the faintest glimpse of her like looking at you between sobs, being like, what? 
and then it'll be crow's turn. Then it'll be crow's okay. turn. Um. <clears throat> and she obviously is not a threat that I can see at this point. I mean, she has not attacked you yet, though. Um, one shouldn't make assumptions about lovers uh, and what their feelings may be as they go through the stages of grief. <laughs> this guy for sure dead. Dead, dead. He's dead. I mean, like, he got shot and then just fell over and, like, I said the life drained from his eyes and he clutched at his wound and she's clutching his dying or dead body. You know, it's only been a few seconds, but he got shot in the center mass with an arrow and then went down. Uh, Crow will just advance a little bit with her bow drawn at this distraught woman. And she'll just say, don't move and be quiet. She uh, sniffles a little bit and wipes her nose with her sleeve and, and just looks with abject horror at you. And that's my turn. Okay. Karzalek, you are 10 feet away in uh, around the corner of this crypt. All right. Kars is just going to step uh, out. So I guess we're effectively surrounding her. Yeah. And call out, uh, what are you doing out here in the middle of the night? Uh, and she she looks around and she, her, her reaction has, has been stretched thin here. And she's, who, who's saying that? <laughs> Car's forgetting he's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it doesn't matter. What, what's going on here? Are you grave robbers? And, and she just weeps. Right, that that'll be my turn. He'll hold. Okay. Trees at the fence line. Now hearing muffled conversation around this crypt and uh, seeing the figure that you think to be Crow advancing with bow drawn. What do you do? All right. Um, I am standing at the base of this fence. I suppose I will use my uh, like my cat's claws to use my climbing speed to just climb the fence and mm -hmm. then just jump and run um let's see how much how much of my movement would it be to or like yeah to get over the fence do you think it's a one five foot square of fence here let's treat that as difficult terrain okay um so for you you know it's it's around a five foot high uh fence with, with iron spikes on the top so um mm -hmm. i think even though you are a cat it takes a little bit of movement speed to move yeah. to that difficult terrain claws don't work with uh iron fences too Not well do so they much you can you easily get on top <laughs> of the stones but then you yeah. you just like anybody else have to yeah. get over that spending cool. one extra square of movement to do All that right. for sure um so let's see then that means that that is 10 feet um diagonally do you do another diagonal is 15 or 30 feet or 15 um, or 10 sorry uh, I think a diagonal there that so you you moved one, which will count as two squares, and then now you have four remaining squares to okay. move. Okay. Uh, diagonally. Yeah, diagonally is okay. just as the same as. Cool. Uh, I'll just straight on. Yeah, move the rest of the fifteen feet. I guess there. Okay. Um. 
see. I think seeing Crow advancing but not shooting, I will pull out my bow as well. Okay. Um, can I see her? I think she's too yeah. far. I think so, yeah. you you can see I'm her. Just... I mean, the, the line is not super indirect. You can see right there. You know, that's okay. center of the square to center of the square, the ruler, without yeah. it touching the corner. I think you see her, yeah. but it's like she has yeah. probably partial cover. Okay. Yeah, I guess uh, that's my movement. I'll just like, if I see... Oh, no, I don't have an action, do I? I didn't dash or anything, so you I guess... You didn't dash, you just moved. Um, I'll hold an action if she looks like she's gonna attack one of my friends. Sure. I guess, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So if if the uh, grave robber here, cradling her dead lover, begins to lash out at anybody, you will loose an arrow. Yeah. The, the, sooner, the second she looks aggressive towards my allies. Okay, makes sense. Okay, now it is back to her turn. And she's, she sniffles and she says, I, I, this wasn't supposed to happen like this. The, the stories, I, Joby, no, Joby, why, what do you want? Um, how, how old do they look? Young. All right. Bart is just gonna say, "Excuse me, Miss. May I? I have some medical medical skills. I could check to see if. Let me just. I'm I'm going to try to stoop and like take his pulse. If we're okay, if that's all she's doing. Uh, she she looks at you with confusion. Um, and you can you see that her body kind of tenses a little bit, but when you look like you're honestly. Yeah, my hands are help. raised. Yeah, and no, no like, weapons. And she just saw you turn into a goblin from a crow. <laughs> uh, she also just heard something, you know, that she thought was at first the, you know, the occupant of this tomb yelling at her, and her love was just shot in the stomach by a arrow. So she's a little overwhelmed and, and lets you do it, even though she sort of looks a little tense as you do. Um, but I think this is what we see here when you reach down. Um, you see that the blood is just pooling all around this guy. And he, it's been now long enough that the blood is seeped into the dirt that has been coming out of the side of this crypt and you follow it and it's almost as if the blood is wicking into the crypt you think to yourself there's no way blood would naturally run uphill like that and your gaze meets a skeletal hand emerging from this crypt oh no Hit buckets. Also, oh, he is most definitely dead. You feel no pulse. God damn, Crow, you just fucking one-shot him. <laughs> you one-shot him. <laughs> Four sneak attack damage. You uh. got max damage and killed him. Yeah, wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's how she and the skeleton will view that. Um, mm -hmm. Bart, do you do anything else on your turn? After, um, uh, I'll say you can use your bonus action to have uh, checked out this 
this guy and and uh, okay. seen this. So there's a skeletal hand reaching out of the crypt at me, and I see a skeleton inside of the crypt. I wouldn't say it's at you. But it is definitely out. like reaching. Like there's a crack in the side of the crypt where she has been digging at the base of it, and right. you can see the broken tools, and you can see the dirt on her clothes. And right. out of this crypt, there is a skeleton almost reaching like to unlatch itself and pull this thing free. Right. So how big is the hole? Um. You can see a solid uh, five foot uh, high crack running from the base of this thing up the side of the crypt. And it's like a, a, a piece of it has been pulled free. You can kind of see there, you know, like pulled out. And okay. she's excavating the dirt, trying to free the slab, or she was, until you uh, murdered her, her true love. All right. Uh, Bart is just going to reach down like extending a hand to feel the pulse in this guy's neck. Look up, okay. see the skeleton coming out and be like, draw, recoil backwards, steal himself, and be like, oh, fuck this. Not, not, not at, in the graveyard at night. And I'm just going to cast uh, Mold Earth and oh. get a five five by five chunk of earth and then just throw it into the crack, just trying to seal the crack with a big bunch of dirt. Okay. We we see uh, as Bart sort of like pushes this uh, this dirt up into the crack, and it uh, it fills every uh, empty crevice. And you see the the skeletal hand sort of like twitch and shudder and uh, be buried. Uh, then can I move still? Yeah, you can still yet. move. All right, I'm going to step back. How high is this wall? Um, it's five feet high of stone and then some wrought iron on top. Um, okay. So you look at the wall and your your goal is to jump over the wall here? No. I mean, knowing that it's five feet, I am no longer, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm short. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I just want to so go back and... wanting to move? I'm going to move like over here. Okay. So you, you're moving towards the grave with the crossed legs, the shrine. Um, yeah. As you do, you feel the woman reach out to you <laughs> and she tries to grab you as you try to move over there why would you do that and she says you you're no help at all what's your armor class sorry actually make me a um, yeah yeah <laughs> make acrobatics, me or, athletics acrobatics check. or athletics check i always ask the same question 13 acrobatics. i believe Trees is letting loose an arrow at this sure, moment. Yeah. So at this moment, what what we see here oh. is a hand reaches out from her, and she grabs your leg as you try to move, and you feel how strong she is and how unable you are to move from your position. Okay. She does and get a dirty twenty attack. Dirty roll. twenty on an attack roll from trees as the arrow yep. loses. Okay. <laughs> Not my friend. An arrow sails across this graveyard mist, and you see it sort of like wick up little spirals behind it as it uh, flies over the ground fog, and it strikes her in the other arm that she's not grabbing uh, your goblin companion with, and she sort of uh, loosely drops her uh, true love, Joby. Art. No, you should have said Bart. <laughs> oh, who, who knows? Maybe you're her new true love. Um, <laughs> I hiss at her. What, uh, what, do some damage here? 
Um, it was five points of piercing damage. Okay. It, it lodges into her arm, uh, and you can see her, her wince um, bart uh, as this arrow lodges into her. And, and you, you sort of thank your lucky stars, like, my companions are looking out for me. But she's still firmly grabbing onto you. Okay. Yep. Now, I believe it is Crow's turn. Oh, I see. What did she say to Bart? She said, you're no help at all. That's kind of weird. Um, well, I did offer to, like, look at her fallen companion to find out. Oh, yeah, he said, let me okay. see. He's, he might not okay. be dead. And she's like, he's dead. And then he did some hand waving. And then he tried to run away. And she's, like, seeing him casting a spell, too and is like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? They're, my whole life is ruined and lashes out at the closest person to her. Oh, has he not said anything about the skeleton? He's not said anything about the skeleton, okay. no. So yeah, we're just oh, about we, her still. We would have seen his reaction to the skeleton. You would have seen the reaction. You would have seen the and, spell. Um, right. Though I think uh, Crow and Karzalek would be easily able to have seen even the hand coming out of the crypt. Okay. But. Um, trees, you're on the other side of the crypt. You wouldn't yeah. be able to see that from here. Yeah, I did see... Uh, no, I, I doubt I saw him cast this spell either, but they I, might have. Yeah, you might have seen Bart, uh, his small figure moving around in whatever sort of, uh, you know, somatic component there is to, like, the, the motions. Um, True. But, but that's about it. Figures in the dark. Yeah, figures in the dark. In I the mean, least, I did shoot one of them. So yeah, you, you, you had <laughs> enough of a, a you know a bead on the silhouette of this person that was clearly not one of your party members to yeah. to do this. So crow, yeah. you're up. Mm. This is a tough tough spot. True. She she uh, just moves closer and is trying just to. She raises her voice and says, let go of him now or you're joining Joby. <laughs> and she like trying to just cow her into submission, I think. Sure. Give me an intimidate check. Intimidate. Okay. Uh, let's see. You got this. You have good charisma, right? Uh, thanks for the jinx there, by the way. Way to neg that jinx. 15. Yeah, yeah. 15. Um is a successful intimidate. Um, she she drops her grasp her grasp. She she let lets loose uh, her grip on Bart. And Bart, you feel your leg free. Nice. I asked what you want. Just let me die. Uh, stay there longer and I'm sure you'll join Joby soon. And I'm just gonna like kinda like gesture over her shoulder. And she, I don't think she's noticed quite yet what's happened with the skeleton. It sounds like Bart is saying that I'm about to kill her. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's got other things that she's concerned with at the moment. And uh, has, I've been uh, trying to keep track of what she is uh, feeling Aware right of. now. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds ter terrifying. But I feel like Bart is definitely feeling the same way where he just was sure. like really just trying to help and then suddenly the undead are rising. So my focus is totally just not yeah. thinking about anything other than Skellington. 
Skellington, shift of focus. Yeah, okay. So, all right. So Crow comes closer and intimidates her into dropping uh, her grapple. Karzalek, invisible, five feet away from her. What do you do? Uh, Kars will hold ground and call out to her. Look around. You've obviously disturbed the dead. This is a, this is a terrible place to be at night. I don't know what's exactly going on, but let's take this somewhere where we don't have the undead biting at our heels. Come, I say we go towards the village. She looks around and sort of eventually, as you speak for long enough, picks up that the voice is coming from behind her. She looks over at you and your general area. Like she's looking like at where your head would be if you were human height. Um, and she says, I don't know what what to do. We just, just, just kill me already. I don't want to be alive anymore. Cars is gonna just finish off calling out to um, his allies, his comrades. Ugh, this isn't worth our time. This is a dangerous situation. Let's leave them. Let's go to the village. And end the turn. Okay. With that dramatic call to action, trees several yards away here in the graves. What do you do? Okay. Um, I suppose trees will continue to. Uh, dash up to right next to the uh, front of the rowboat uh, okay. by the mausoleum and behind Crow and uh, still holding out the bow. Um, just, let's see. Um, I heard something about undead, right? So I know that there's something else yeah. going on. So You definitely do know that. I guess I'm just waiting for another enemy to emerge and hold my action for that if I okay. see anything that looks threatening. Sure, sure, sure. You are the oh, violence police. Trigger. Nobody hurt. Apparently. Everybody love each other. Eh. <laughs> but like, also like a little bit nervous because I'm just running into a graveyard that's just like sure. very spooky and just like okay. firing shots into silhouettes. Yeah, you're doing your best to catch up on what has happened. Um, yes. Okay, so I we were supposed to be quiet. <laughs> it's true. You were supposed to be quiet. Um, following Trees' turn, the grave robber acts. And she is going to rise, and you see that her long tunic that she's wearing is soaked with blood now. And she's sort of like hanging a little limply as she rises from her knees, and she is going to lash out again at Bart, this time with a weapon. How rude. And she, what's your armor class, Bart? 16. Ooh, that's a nat 20. Well, that, that hits, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I should have waited to ask. Um, and let's see here. I'm going to draw a card for her. A card. She smacks you with her mace. Plunk. And kneecapped. Quadruple damage and you have disadvantage on skill checks that rely on your legs until you finish a long rest. Goddamn quad Holy damage. Shit. 
stands up and just with all of her remaining fire and passion for revenge, she just smacks you. All right, y'all, she could one hit me. So let's find out. <laughs> okay. Um, is this something that I'm holding my action for? I don't you, think so. You can shoot her again, but I don't think that it will prevent her from resolving the attack. Okay. Yeah. I think I feel like I'm looking for something else maybe after like what just happened. So I'm probably like a little distracted right after my turn. Um, if, she, if she were to drop Bart, I think maybe <laughs> trees yeah. could act. No, know. I think okay. you, you will definitely be able <laughs> yeah. to respond to this in the exact same okay. way that your, your held action was before. Especially cool. because you see her rise and from her sort of like hunched over, uh, like dissociative looking form here she just smacks bart on the lower part of his body and you hear this clunch as bart suffers 20 points of damage ow oh, oh shit shit <laughs> guess what i'm not unconscious you're not Uh-oh. unconscious Woo! <laughs> okay <laughs> Bob. <laughs> but your legs i imagine one of them is like broken or dislocated or sure you know, my, 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 my like you know what happens when like your kneecap rotates not in the right place i already had Holy knobbly broken. goblin knees and oh yeah. god the fuck oh, no. yeah um that was brutal um <laughs> that was very rude well Yo, I mean, ice this lady did, you know murder her one true love yeah, anyway, you guys uh, <laughs> oh come on that's overreacting <laughs> much uh, yeah right um so that's gonna be her turn as you just hear her sobbing now um that means it's my turn next that is your turn next you get to react to that oh i'm sorry no it's Wait, not trees. your turn no no what? no um trees went she went and now you hear the rumble of stone as you see a finger and then another finger and then a whole hand emerge from the other side of the slab and it just wrenches it off the side of the crypt and this skeletal figure emerges from the dirt and stands towering over you and towering right behind her. Very nice. All right. Uh, and, and there are pinpoints of red fire in its eyes. Heck. I think it has cover around the mausoleum, though. I don't think I can take a shot at it right now. I don't think that you can. I think that you can. Did we not have you take a shot at her yet? I did Nobody's not take a eat. shot oh, yeah. at her after that yeah. crit. So after the crit, before this skeleton thing happens, let's let's just rewind here. Yeah. yeah. Trees is able to make the attack that uh, they prepared. I have one question. Yes. Cars, did he say undead? Like, there's bigger threats than humans around here? Yes. I honestly can't remember. Yes, cars, you said there's undead. You're disturbing disturbing the undead. They're nipping at our heels. We got to get the hell out of here. It's true. It's true. Um, so that's what I was like preparing my action for. So like her critting on him, like was a big surprise to me. So I'm like turning to look at her. Okay. And I feel, I feel like I should roll like a, a wisdom saving throw to see whether or not I decide to shoot her or like, that is, that's up to you. Cause like, yeah. 
I feel like my alignment is like, if I know there's undead around, I'm not gonna shoot an alive person. You know? Even if he did just, even if she did take down my friend. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I think that's good. Know, know thine self. What okay. would trees do? Uh, well, I guess I have low wisdom, so I shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot her, okay. Um, that's a natural 19. <laughs> that's a hit. Let's deal some yeah. damage. Uh, that's a four plus two is six piercing damage. Okay. Um, another arrow goes into her, and you marvel for a moment at how strong this woman is. Her lover went down with a single arrow, but she seems to have taken three now and is still kicking. Freeze kind of admires her fortitude. He definitely That's does strength. look bloodied and not um, just from the blood of her lover. Okay, yeah, and that's my held action, so I can't do anything else. Okay, so now I believe we are at the top of the order with Bart. Bart does the full withdraw. The full withdraw. Boop. <laughs> and my derp. All right. So what we see is after being kneecapped here, you hobbling away. Yep. Hop, hop, right. hop, hop. All right, then. Um, Crow, you are up. Um, I will say, look behind you, fool. And I'll um, kind of move away from both her and the skeleton. Okay. Uh, just over to the... Um, the wrought iron fence, and okay. I will cast a spell at the skeleton. Oh. Um. Let's see. Boop. Twelve. So you, uh, some energy wells up around your hands and then shoots in a bolt. Ooh, um, fun. An undulating, warbling mass of chaotic energy. Um, okay, and that is a 12 on the die. I believe that is a hit. Okay, um, so this does, um, let's see. It'll be thunder damage. Okay. That many, 17 damage of thunder. 17 thunder damage. You deal 17 damage to this skellington and its bones sort of in that 80s movie style with the blue lightning jumping around for way too long. Uh, it courses with this electrical energy and completely deanimates and falls into a pile. Uh, the light fades from its eyes. Yes, Jay? To be fair, where is the extra D6 coming from in the damage there? Oh, yeah, look at that. That's 2D6. Uh, uh, what now? Um, oh, it's 2D8 plus 1D6. 1D6. So, oh, I mean, so I even if it was, it's still tons say, and tons of damage, though. Let me say, even if, you, even if you just got rid of the four, yeah. that is exactly enough. Okay. So, I'll yeah. fix my character sheet, too. So for exact damage, you kill this skeleton. 
and you so you you yell to this woman look behind you you fool and then (laughs) like almost disintegrate the skeleton with electrical energy and she just her jaw falls slack and she's just reaching her mental limit here of things that are happening uh around her hey then i believe it is Karzalek's turn. Karz is going to attempt to run up and um, grapple her, take her down, and just try to restrain okay. her. Roll me a strength athletics or acrobatics check. Okay. So either or? Uh, I believe, yeah. Okay. You should probably, knowing your character, choose Do athletics. Right. Oh, athletics? Athletics. I see. Yes. yes. Athletics. Booyah. That's an 18. Okay. The DC is the... So then, yes, you narrowly wrench her arms, I think, behind her back and and hold her like you've done before to common criminals in Schloss Glacier. And she is grappled. uh, Cars will... Oh, yeah. Can cars do, like, the whole thingy where, like, you... Like and knock them in the back of the knee to like kind of bring them down on their knee. Um, I or... think that this constitutes like your your action, and next turn you would be okay. able to uh, make a maneuver to make them prone. Understood. Okay. Yes. It says it says it rules as written. It says if the contest results in a tie, the situation remains the same as it was before the contest. Really? Where does it say that? Oh. I'm just reading. That, that's the... just player's handbook page one seventy four. Nice. So, dokey. So on a tie, the situation remains the as it was before. So it says. So basically, you basically once somebody is grappled, then it is in the grappler's favor because if you tie, then you remain grappled. But ah, to grapple somebody, okay, then it then it does not. Work. Thank you for checking the rules. Uh, apparently, rule twenty does not have the accurate definition on this. So that's good to know. Okay. Um, Good old fashioned reminder for me to have my dungeon masters or player's handbook uh, in front of me during the game rather than relying on the internet. Um, okay, so let's rewind that then there. You reach out and you grab her arms and you try to pin them like you've done so many times behind the back of a criminal in Schloss Glesher. But you, she wrenches free and you can just feel the hatred boiling within her as she pulls free and and looks at you with a glare Ooh, she's a wily one um does this does the attempt i believe that does break invisibility right because that's mm-hmm. a grapple is an attack yeah yes. so she and she and she mutters to you as your as your form materializes ah, what a waste of a good spell all right that's my turn Okay, then it is Tree's turn. Boy, okay. Uh, I think Tree's uh, holding their bow uh, is going to duck and tumble. I can, I think just like to right here is comfortable for me. Okay, in the middle of the path near the boat and the mausoleum. Yeah, Yeah, right by uh, Crow and the far fence to the south. And so, Crow, um, you would now really, I think, see trees. I understand that these arrows probably were coming from him, but mm-hmm. now see... Oh, there's trees. <laughs> I give her a nod. Um, let's see. And I see her there and the skeleton incinerated. 
yeah, in in scorched uh, pieces, uh, dearticulated down in the dirt. Um, I suppose I will just keep going with what I've been doing and hold my action at Wait. this moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, it seems like it works. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say to actually I'm gonna like step forward to her and be like. Uh, the only real enemies amongst us are incinerated, so relax. <laughs> Wanna make a persuasion check? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Ch chill out, man. Yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely not an intimidation check, so. Okay. Um, let me roll my dice. Where is it? That's. Oh, yes, a natural 19 again. Natural plus 19. Four, plus four, not 14. Plus okay. four. Is, okay. Uh, Twenty-three. Dang. Nice. Okay. With well, a twenty-three, she looks back to you. Her gaze moving from her dead lover to the skeleton to the I've dwarf. I've got my fangs bared. The, yeah. To the the woman that's now shot her a couple of times, or at least once, um, and she just looks utterly defeated. And she raises her hands, and she drops her mace. And she just says weakly, just, just kill me. Just kill me. Just kill me. And she keeps saying that over and over again. Um, I still have a bonus action, technically. Um, can okay. I healing word her with the, with the persuasion check that I gave her, I guess? I mean, sure. You, you can. Um, like at this moment, yeah. I feel bad. And if like, I guess, I guess it would be after cause she would have dropped her mace. Then I would heal her. Cause I wouldn't do it before. Sure. Um, sure. When she drops her weapon, you can heal her. Yeah. Cool. Um, that. What did I roll? That's oh oh that's good. I rolled a one plus my <laughs> modifiers too, so okay. three points. <laughs> okay, it's so a gesture. she heals uh, from fourteen hit points to seventeen hit points. Okay, um, that's more than I have. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she's tough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and she just looks, you know, there's tears in her eyes, blood covering her. She's dropped her weapon. Her hands are raised. I think we can safely say we are out of combat here. Yeah, I'll definitely lower my bow at this point and look to everyone. And you stand, the four of you now, all visible and back in your your humanoid forms in the middle of this graveyard with what looks like an ancient corpse and a brand new one and a woman who is now seems like lost everything. What do you do? Hmm. I mean, Bart will probably heal himself. Okay. Go ahead and are you going to do it with good berries or good bugsies, I mean? Mm -hmm. Try to think. Take your time. I'm going to drink a healing potion and uh, good bugs use myself. Okay, so I, I think... regain 18 health. Um, hey. I think I look over... Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're not. Go ahead. Okay, um, I think I look over to Crow and I'd be like, what happened here? What? 
an unfortunate accident. Sure seems that way. Um, sh well, should we help her? I'm gonna like start to walk up to her and um, like what is sh she's just like got some arrows in her, but she's, she's hurting. But hurting. Um, it looks like your healing kind of stopped the bleeding a little bit, but mm -hmm. she she doesn't even seem to care. She looks broken. Yeah. Hands still raised, just looking at you two, talking back and forth. Well, uh, I think it's safe to say that if I heard this, uh, somebody else probably did. So we might want to be moving soon or uh, figure out what's happening. He looks Cars. at you and asks, what are you doing here? Karza sheaths his sword um, and in as disarming a voice as possible uh, responds to the girl. Last, this was a completely unexpected tragedy that happened. We still don't know what's going on here, but perhaps you can tell us what's what you are doing here in the middle of the night with tools breaking into mausoleums. We did not mean for it to come to this, but perhaps we can find an answer and a resolution to the situation. And, and she looks at you, Karzalek, and you see her now kind of in a different light um, as, I think, a cloud moves out of the way of the moon and it's a little bit clearer and brighter in the cemetery. And you see that she's really young. She can't be much older than Johnny Brewer. And she pulls her hair out of her face a little bit, keeping her hands raised. And she says, we were, she can barely get the words out. We, we were going to live forever. Now, that strange talk. What do you mean, live forever? That's, I don't that's... want to live another minute. Some sort of fairy tale involving the tomb, then. Gesture at the hole behind her. Yes, and she says, if, if I may, my necklace. And she sort of gestures to an amulet she dropped on the ground. It's resting right to the side of her deceased partner. Can I go pick it up? Sure. What's no, it look that's, like? That's fine. Um, it's this silver, really ornate-looking old old amulet and inside is a uh, gemstone and the the gemstone is uh, almost looks like there's a liquid inside it um, like a black and red roiling liquid inside this stone and and she looks down and says you're right about it being a fairy tale guess it was just a myth. Now, look what I've done. Look what you've done. I'm gonna hand her her amulet back and say, usually what happens when you go chasing fairy tales, young one? Somebody dies. Cars will follow up. Aye, he has a point. Any, any dreams of immortality that deal with the undead and the arcane will never lead to a good ending. 
You have no idea why the skeleton came out of this, this tomb. It, it wasn't supposed to happen like that. We were supposed to find the words, and we found the stone, and a grail, and... And she sort of, like, looks up for a second, and she says, from memory, two may drink of the same fateful cup and never grow old nor frail. And that cup is in there, you say? Maybe. Maybe it's in the old Soulmore Manor. But we found the stone. It was just as it said. The alchemist... He knew the secrets of everlasting life. You know what happens when you go chasing fairy tales? You wake up the dead. So maybe you're lucky that we showed up tonight. Can't seem to see it that way right now. That's and understandable, and I'm sorry. Cries and looks down at the man that you've come to know as Joby, who now in this new light it's looking less like a man and more like a boy. I, I, I believe tonight can be uh, summed up in the follies of the young. And I'm going to give Crow a, a little glance out of the side of my eyes and step forward and like see if I can see anything inside the tomb. Okay. Um, inside the tomb, you see there's definitely like uh, some of the earth remaining from when you packed it full. Um, and this thing was able to, like, break itself free, but not before it had to, like, scrabble through a bunch of dirt. Uh, inside, there's even more, um, what looks like, uh, some spider webs around the top corners of it, and in the middle, a, uh, big actual tomb itself, like a casket that has been in classic uh, Diablo 2 style uh, pushed out of the way at a, at a small angle, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> enough room for the dead to have awoken and risen. Alright, uh, can I fit inside? I think you could fit inside. Alright, I'm gonna yeah. investigate the, the, the coffin and okay. take a look inside just with, like, Sure. Curio like I, I would say that Bart is probably not super scared of the death and all that stuff just because yeah. it's part of the natural cycle. So I'm just kinda like, ooh, sure. decay, whatever. Fine. Compost. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay. So you you pop yourself inside. I think probably you and, and Karzalek could fit through this enclosure, but uh crow and trees would probably have to like go in shoulders first to like crawl through a small opening. Um uh the the skeleton was pretty skinny having no meat on its bones um and you you get inside why don't you go ahead and give me an investigation check investigation um while this is happening i i would like to uh climb this tree uh nearby oh, one, and keep an eye out if that's all right Absolutely. You can handily climb it without the leaves. Uh, it's and it's big, thick, old trunk here. Uh, Much easier than fences. Yes. <laughs> I get the old nine on the You You're rifling through the contents of what used to be inside this tomb, and it looks like 
Um, the inside door here, as you push your way past some dirt, the inside door um, that used to, I guess, open up under the statue um, has been rusted so intensely that you you bet that those hinges haven't opened in decades. Um, the the ground is sort of lumped with uh, with dirt from looks like before your time uh, when you entered tonight. Uh, as it, it's hard compacted and filled with rubble and stone. Um, and it's, you know, about a, sorry, 20 foot by 15 foot um, tomb where you can see that at one time, this must have been quite nice, but long before the grave robbers came, this thing has moldered away into uh, an unrecognizable state. There might be more things outside the tomb uh, in the cemetery that could point you into the direction of what was going on here, who this was, whatever questions you may have. Anybody else want to do anything, or shall I just keep poking around? Uh, Crow, uh, during all this, she's been very quiet, and uh, if you saw her face, she would look a little embarrassed and kind of like some tears in her eyes. Um, she'll, like put all of her weapons away and she kind of approaches this uh, young slightly younger than her uh, woman um, and she just asks in a quiet voice um, what's your name? Mar Marna Marna I know it doesn't seem like it right now but I promise you I can find a way to make this right she looks at you with a combination of confusion and hatred. You don't have to believe me, but I'll make it right. And I'm saying that as much to myself as to her. Sure. Um, she, she says to you, I, I, I don't want any more death tonight. Can, can I put my hands down now? I just want to go home. Um, Bart is going to come out of the tomb and climb up on top of it. Okay. It's maybe 25 feet tall. Pretty large stone building. So I think it takes a second, but you find like some vines running up the side and are able to climb up. Okay. Uh, on top, it's just a tiled roof. Uh, is it... Is there any plaques or anything up here saying like who was buried here or anything? No, um, no, because most of the time, just going to be honest, people in cemeteries don't climb on top of things to find the names of them. But um, <laughs> you do get the sense by standing up here that this side is the front. All right, I'll go investigate that area. Take okay. a look. So you you investigate the the statue that I referred to before on the front facade of this crypt that had some sort of stone blade and some sort of stone orb. In a, uh, a stone banner inlaid are words, and you sort of, as you hop down to the front of the shrine, brush them off uh, of the organic matter growing across their face, and it reads, Solmore, comma, the alchemist. Okay. That's S-O-L-M-O-R. Uh, no one's answered Marna yet, so Crow yeah. will just kind of, um, you know, cock her head and shrug and gesture like, get out of here. 
She puts her hands down and she looks down at the mace that has blood on it. And she looks at the, the amulet. Um, did, did you give the amulet back to her? Did yeah, you? I think you I did. Okay. She looks at it, unclasps it for a second, like she's going to put it on, doesn't, and then just puts it into her pocket and leaves the base with the blood on the ground and walks off slowly down the path. Cars is going to just basically sit right where he's at, completely deflated from the events that transpired as he tries to process who exactly they just fought with and what had transpired. And he he'll call, he calls out to Trees, just trying to take his mind off the immediacy of the moment. Trees, Trees, do, do you see anything up there? Anything of interest? Anything we should know about? We've already disturbed the undead here and we don't need more unexpected company. Yes, uh, I'm keeping an eye out best I can, but I'm not sure if I can see quite as well as the rest of you. But uh, with a 19 perception that I saw you rolled yeah. there. Um, rolled so many nat 19s tonight. <laughs> it's doing doing good for you. Yeah. I will say that. Um, with that successful perception roll, you're able to suss out the um, the purpose of this altar and that as uh, Bart uncovers the alchemist um, you uh, written on this on this tomb's wall um, you also see in front of the altar some sort of vessel that looks like it uh, before it was filled with dirt and stones and looks like even a little bit of litter from the town um, like you see a little empty like beer keg in there um, it looks like this used to be a great cauldron in front of this altar in front of this tree there's a decayed piece of rug um, and it looks like in this area these stones underneath the moss and the dirt uh, are are old they look like they predate the uh the fences and the new cobblestone, they look like they're older than any of the graves. And you wonder about the age of this great stone altar that looks more like a desk than anything else. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll uh, kind of like hushedly whisper, or <clears throat> stage whisper, I guess, I don't know, <laughs> um, uh, to them. Um, uh, seems as though there's some sort of uh, mud pie that the community's been making over here. Some uh, very curious stone altars um, with, uh, I don't know, I, I'm very curious. You guys should come and uh, come check it out. It's very strange. It seems much older than everything else here. As uh, Trees hops down the uh, tree to inspect like the altar and the cauldron and sure. stuff a little bit just like closely up and personal just okay. making sure that everything is close like clear and safe first sure sure and then do do our does our party join trees in this a crow will silently join trees cars as well uh, as, i think uh go ahead, go ahead. 
Oh, um, I was just gonna say, as a uh, crow shows up, I just give a uh, crow like a knowing nod and be like, "Sometimes we all make mistakes," and uh, just pat her on the shoulder. Mm. And she'll uh, kind of mutter like, "I didn't know they were kids." Who could have known? I couldn't tell you were a kid from uh, the other side of the fence there either. So it's all good. Shit happens. Bart, are you here? Uh, no. I think Bart is going to go back into the tomb over here, or back to the front of the tomb over here, and seal it up with the move earth spell for a bit. Okay, back to the side where, because they they were yeah. excavating at the side of it, not at the front yeah. where there looks yeah, like yeah, there was I'm some sort of opening mechanism. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and so you we hear just this again as you earth bend sort of up into this area and seal the tomb. I'll say even like you're getting a better handle on this earth magic right now and the slab that this thing pushed out the skeleton um, it follows the earth and slots itself neatly back in and if you didn't know to look for it you probably would just look like oh look there's some loose dirt coming out of the side of this thing Uh, you do notice that there are bone fragments on the ground and a dead probably 15 16-year-old boy? 14? It's hard to tell. He's he's tall for his age, you think? I push him into the hole that I've made with the dirt and then bury and him. And you seal it up around it. So he's sealed yeah. into the tomb with this skeleton as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think, like, we we see the, the Earth cooperating with this. Like, yes, this is their resting place now. Okay. And I'll, I'll start making my way down, but be like here. Okay. So as you're climbing over this gap in the fence here and um, and sort of seeing the party gathered around this uh, square, uh, angular-looking cauldron um, that looks like it's been the dumping site of drunks who frequent the cemetery as a free place to pass out away from prying eyes, uh, or maybe other young kids partying, trying to be spooky and edgy, um, you, you see your comrades gathered around it in front of this altar, and they're peering in, um, picking up pieces of the litter, seeing what it is, and it just seems like this feeling washes over you, Bart, more than anybody, as you see them looking for meaning in this place. This place feels dead. It feels like whatever energy the land itself might have had here once it's gone and this place though yes there are ancient stones under your feet it seems like tapped out and the tree itself looks to you dead but still standing um the three of you around the altar and the cauldron with a thorough search uh find only scraps of tablets that it looks like Joby had been searching through himself um, and written on it is just a you, you catch in, in bits and pieces the story of what this altar would be if you were like a visitor to the cemetery reading the plaque and the bit that you really pick out is that there was in the past it seems now um decades and decades and decades ago, probably generations ago, an alchemist who lived in this town. 
And he was wealthy enough and powerful enough and notable enough to have this grand of a burial. Like his shrine and his tomb are next to each other. His altar that it seems like maybe at one point he did rituals or was it erected in memoriam of him doing rituals? Or was the tree related? Why is it fenced in? All these questions cross your mind, um, but you don't really come and find any pure answers. Um, as well, to the west, towards the lights of town, you see now outlined clearly a fountain um, that has been shattered with the wearing of time as well. And in the middle of this fountain is no water, but two great stone anchors denoting this town's nautical and maritime past and present. And you sort of catch each other's eyes as you stand now around this altar inside this cloistered area in the cemetery. And you look at the lights of town and wonder what to do next. Um, Bart, if no, if people are just still milling about, Bart is going to walk up and just kind of communicate, be like, this place feels dead. Not going to find much here, but bad memories and rot. We should move on to the town. Yes, uh, staying here one more minute doesn't help us find Molly any faster. I, we've... We've left enough bad memories here ourselves. We'll find a way to rectify the situation somehow. But in the meantime, let's move on. You just now looking at the cemetery map, I did my best to recreate basically the top portion of it, as you can see. You make your way through and eventually are at the edge of the lights of town. Um, you know, you could follow the road here and go towards those two buildings you saw. There's also um, a rise in a hill between you and what looks like uh, you can even see the glow of light from the other side of that hill. And you estimate that the town continues along this coast to the west. You're just at the very far eastern side of it, in the mouth of this river. Well, our initial plan was to do this, right? Right. So to go over the rise, cross yeah. whatever terrain is on the other side, and then enter town in what looks like uh, sort of an area where the darkness uh, actually is like in the middle of, of the town rather than entering on the far side on one side or the other. Yeah, just try to get to a place where we're, where by the time we have a chance of being sighted, we're the closest to the center of town as possible, more or less. Sure. Because it's, it's that, this long town that runs, it's much longer yeah. than it is wide, and it's just along the coast. So you try to find the middle, basically, crossing this hill by the cemetery. And um, I think if that's the goal and everybody agrees... Yeah, it works for me. Cars yeah, was, and trees. I, I, I have an idea. Okay. It's a crazy idea. Um, so, cars, seeing the situation unfold, seeing what's transpired tonight, looks at his party members at our motley assortment of 
people. It looks over to Trees. It says, Trees, you, without your help, I don't know how tonight would end otherwise. We can't afford to leave you behind. So if you hear me out, I have a, perhaps a rather unusual idea to get us all into this town. Perhaps, I suggest, we split up. And I mean no offense, Trees, but knowing how the opinions this town has of certain good folk, perhaps I can take these manacles, bind you, and I can portray myself as a manhunter, bringing in a regional bandit and see if we can get you in with us and further help expand our search for the pirates we're looking for. Hmm, this sounds like a intriguing idea. What assurances do I have that you won't keep me locked up for good and turn me in? <laughs> I suppose this is a lawless town, so I don't have that to worry about. <laughs> to be um, honest, trees. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, no, no. I, I, go ahead if you have more to say. I will say, I think... Um, the tabaxi are probably less persecuted here than greenskins are, like Bart. Um, yeah, I have manacles as well. Why not chain oh. them both up? <laughs> but, but um, yes, us two fierce very, monsters. It is, yeah, exactly. I would say it doesn't stop at greenskins. This is a human dominated town, much like Schloss Gletcher, but where Schloss Gletcher prides themselves on diversity and unity. Rinkobing is lawless, so prejudice and unity are both led to flourish here. And unfortunately, in places where prejudice flourishes, it takes over. So they don't like non-humans here. They tolerate dwarves. They tolerate elves. They make fun of them and treat them as fancy or too rigid and traditional or whatever tropes uh, accompany peasant humans that are in a backwater that think only of themselves. You're, um, you're saying racist. Racist. They're racist, <laughs> They're racist but... I think beyond in, in this world, I like the word right. species yeah, that, that right. Wizards has adopted recently because I think that these people truly do not see themselves and you, a cat person or a green-skinned humanoid with pointy ears and a big nose that's a quarter or half of their height, they don't see you as humans and that matters to them. You're, you're subhuman to them. I think I'll turn to Bart and be like, they don't think we're beautiful, but I think we both know that we are. And I'll put out my wrists to be open to manacles. <laughs> Bart, or Cars is going to turn to Crow. I, Crow, I think we may have a better shot getting into this city if we come in as manhunters from out of town, bringing in bandits and perhaps knowing the that the status of law here is not as rigid as it is back in Schloss Gletcher, perhaps we could even weasel ourselves into some of the more uh, dubious areas in town. I like the way you think, Garth. Uh, one thing we should also consider is, uh, no offense to trees, but we should get rid of these these um, disguises that we're wearing, just in case we mm. 
do run into Marna again. What are you talking about? You look fabulous. <laughs> and we see I, the whole party wearing like the sash and the vest <laughs> and the pants, like each one item from like one of your costume kit things to make you like look middle school a little flamboyant. Up for a pirate yeah, party. yeah, exactly. It's a pirate themed party, and you each have one uh, piece of a costume. <laughs> Uh, including, oh, no, I think you left the tri-corner hat with the uh, big plume with, uh, back with Jonathan from on the boat. Um, belongs with the captain. Mm-hmm. Got it. Probably good to fire. not wear a pirate's hat, a well-known pirate's hat into That's a fair. pirate city. <laughs> that is fair. I didn't think about that in that specific way until you said that, but yes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Bart. Yes. There's been a proposed strategy from your team here, as I think I, I think this happens as you guys are making your way up this hill. What do you do? I'd rather be in chains than talking to some bugs. I mean, uh, are they trying to chain me up too? Is that the idea? The idea is to chain up the folks that do not look human or dwarf, the more palatable races in this town. Um, and to also, also I'll say, this is the first time you guys have thought of a story, I think, of why you're here. You are uh, bounty hunters with two of your wanted fugitives. Is that the, the gist of it? Perhaps, <laughs> although I imagine that could easily change if, you know, into like even, you know, um, like kidnappers or something, if it, if, sure. you know, to come off as like real hard edge criminals. Right, yeah, but you, you have two captives and yes. that gives you a couple of options of lies to tell these people. Now that you've murdered someone in the cemetery, now you're going to enter town in was probably like, uh, I we think buried the body. one in the morning. You you buried the body <laughs> with another body. And, <laughs> oh, no. and now you're entering this town. I think it's around one in the morning. Um, you know, it didn't take long for all that to transpire back at the graveyard. And, and so is this, Bart, it comes back yeah. again. Are you yeah. going to Bart, allow your hands to be manacled by your so new comrades? Bart, Bart is going to be reluctant, for sure, and will consent only if it's going to be one hand only. So, like, if somebody wants to chain themselves to Bart, Bart is fine with this idea. But Bart does but not want not both of his hands English chained both together. His hands. Or are we getting full-on chained? Like, are you guys actually locking our chains? That's another thing. I will say you could put yeah. the manacles on, but not lock them. Yeah, there we go. I think, I think we don't lock them. Absolutely, yeah. Leave them unlocked. So that would mean that it, with a, a flick of one of your fingers, Che, like a, a mechanically, a sleight of yeah. hand check, you could open the manacle. You could maybe even nervously fidget with that a couple of times and be like, eh, I don't know if I can do that, but, you know? But, yeah, sure. If, if, you, if you give me the key and don't lock the manacles, then I'm fine with it. Okay. So They can't keep us pretty folk locked up for too long there, Barty. And it just <laughs> brings back some bad memories, Trees. I, 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 I'm getting a little bit nervous. Believe me, I understand. It's uh, not been long since I felt shackles on these arms myself. <laughs> Find so, deep breathing exercises help. We've got each other. And don't worry, I can always we can always talk to each other and no one else can hear. I'll be checking oh. in with you. Okay, very good. 
what we see. Two figures walking up a hill with two other figures in front of each of them in pairs with manacles. You make your way down the hill into the back end of some farmer's plot and wend your way through the just ripe to harvest corn. Uh, You see a barn with a single lantern hanging on it. As you reach uh, where the river pours out into the town and you poke your heads out from the edge of these corn stalks and look left and right down the road. To the right, you see a lone structure. Uh, It can't be larger than uh, a little farmhouse. And beyond that, pitch blackness, which could be maybe a a hill or a a wood. Uh, It's in the same direction as the hill that you just crossed. But unlike the horizon, which has been semi-visible in the moonlight, this is just thick black foliage. To your left, you see an intersection with a single light post hanging. And beyond that, uh, a couple of paths into the town. Well, what are we waiting for? Yes, uh... into the town. I suppose there's no point skulking. Um, I'm going to start to, like, uh, pretend to be, like, struggling against my chains. Like, oh, you're, how dare you? You can never capture me. I'm a legend. I'll escape one day. Believe me. And I'll just start pretending to be a prisoner. Cars is going to look super awkward. Like, oh, God, are we? Are we doing this right now? <laughs> and so the, the getting group, into you character. Stumble, Come on. You stumble onto the road, hamming it up, being part of the chain gang here. And uh, and you lead these two would be captives into the town or off to the road beyond and the farmhouse. We'll have to find out next time. I am I am also a legend. We are two legends. <laughs> we need to come up with a name for ourselves. Uh the legendary legends. How about yes. the pretty boys? Le- <laughs> the two pretty legend boys. Yes, the two pretty legend boys. Oh, we should just name our song. podcast that. It should be the two pretty legend boys. Why didn't we think of that earlier? <laughs> Had to get there naturally. Yeah. You, you know, you really know it when you hear the name that's going to stick, you know it. <laughs> <laughs>